This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to everybody locked in all over North America on the free Odyssey app, your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, Sirius XM Channel 158, and everybody tuned in on a smart speaker. I'm going to be rolling with you for the next three hours. It's a four-hour show. I get started 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific, every single weeknight. That means Monday through Friday. And this Monday night, it's Monday Night Football. Kansas City Chiefs trying for a comeback victory against the Eagles. The Eagles just scored on that brotherly shove. 21-17, the Eagles lead the Chiefs in Kansas City. It's about five and a half minutes left here in the game. Kansas City on a on a fourth down. So let, let's see what happens. We still got plenty of time left in this game. The Kansas City Chiefs fans starting to look pretty miserable here in the stands on a, a rainy, wet, cold night. We'll keep you up to date. Uh, Kansas City uh, turning the ball over in some uh, – uh, there's never a good time to turn the ball over. Early in the game, Patrick Mahomes threw an interception in the end zone. And then here at the beginning of the fourth quarter, Travis Kelsey has the ball punched out of his hands in the red zone. And so Kansas City missing some big opportunities to score as now the Eagles step onto the field and they try to put some insurance up on the board. In the first hour of the show, we were able to get in a lot, a lot of news that took place over the weekend, a lot of news that happened today. Uh, Zach Wilson finally getting the boot as the New York Jets quarterback. He's being replaced by your favorite quarterback in the NFL, Tim Boyle. We also learned that Desmond Ritter is going to get a new chance. A new, he has a new lease at life. Uh, the Falcons are going to throw him back out there at quarterback after his own benching. Uh, going to go out there and replace Taylor Heineke. 
to close out this season. Heineke dealing with a hamstring injury. And so Desmond Ritter going to have a chance to show that he belongs as the starter for the Falcons. Jordan Travis on the college side, he's done. He's hurt. That man broke his leg. We don't know the full extent of the injuries, but he let everybody know that, that he's done. His college career at Florida State is over. He won't be participating in that game against the Gators. And I would say that Florida State, their, their chance and opportunity to compete in the college football playoff is probably also over. We discussed Brandon Staley losing his mind. Brandon Staley, I don't want to say his tenure as Chargers coach is going to be over, uh, but based on some of his responses, I, I think he's feeling the heat, if I don't say. The Chargers lost to the Green Bay Packers 23-20. to And after the game, Brandon Staley, all he wanted to do was let everybody know, even though that defense sucks, especially the, the passing defense, Brandon Staley, he said he feels good and he's not giving up the play call. If you missed the conversation before the break, I want you to hear Brandon Staley one more time. This is what he had to say about giving up his play calling duties. I have full confidence, like I t- I've told you, and like I've told you from the beginning, I have full confidence in our way of playing. Full confidence in myself as the play caller and the way that we teach and the way that we scheme. Full confidence in that. we got to bring this group together and do it consistently, okay? And that's where it's at. So you can stop asking that question, okay? I'm going to be calling the defenses, okay? So we're clear. So you don't have to ask that again. Okay, until he's not, right? until he doesn't have a job, right? And so good luck with him. They got the Ravens on Sunday night football after the holiday. Maybe people will be too stuffed and seeing so much football and family. Maybe they won't pay attention to Sunday night football. But he, he's not the only head coach who's, let's just say, uh, is feeling the heat. We got quite a few coaches in the NFL who are also kind of uh, maybe potentially worried about their future. I'm going to tell you about a few of them, but let's hit the phone lines up. That's 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. We got Taylor calling from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Hey, Taylor, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how's it going? It's going like very well. How are you? No, I'm doing good. Finally got off work. Um, we all know how, like, impatient David Tepper is. And with the way the Panthers are playing and just terrible offensive line play, you think he might just go on and clean house, like get rid of the GM, the coach, just start over all again? Well, I don't know if you want to get rid of uh, Fitterer like right now. He's only I mean, been around. I don't really for... want to get rid of the GM, but yeah, well, he's possibly. only he's only been around for for three seasons, and and Frank Reich right now, unfortunately, I mean, we got a few disasters all over the NFL. I mean, for yeah, Bryce Young to have to start. <laughs> Thank you, Taylor. For Bryce Young to have to start his career like this right now isn't the uh, the most ideal of situations. I mean, when you have to think about Adam Thielen being old man, still being your probably best option. Uh, the offense is pathetic. The offensive line stinks. The weapons that he's working with, the defense. Like, these are all, I don't want to say questions, but these were all potential issues when the season started. Like, people were talking about what, what type of talent do you have around him? And so the Panthers are 1-9. Are, are and they got abused yesterday by the Dallas Cowboys. The final score, 33-10, to 10, for whatever reason. And I, I know why. It's a regional reason. It's a division reason. I mean, here in Atlanta, that was the, the local game. And who the hell cared? Not me. 
I was flipping around all over the place. And so the, the Panthers, they're going to lock in their sixth straight losing season. Every one of these stinking seasons that have been a loser seasons have been under new owner David Tepper. It's hard to believe that he's already been the owner now for going on six seasons. It's kind of nuts. And Bryce Young, nine touchdowns to eight interceptions. I don't think he's that, that damn bad. I know he's a smallish quarterback, and the fact that C.J. Stroud is historically playing or maybe having the best rookie season ever ain't going to make Bryce Young look good. Uh, but, yeah, it's looking bad for the Panthers. And so Frank Reich, the former quarterback, the quarterback whisperer, former Colts head coach, the Eagles offensive coordinator when they won that last Super Bowl, hey, Frank Reich might get the boot. I don't know if I'd want to hit that button. Depends on what they look like the rest of the year. And Frank Reich is also, quote-unquote, hearing the noise. And he was asked about it after that decimation against the Cowboys. And he's like, I ain't thinking about my future. Listen to this. Just focused on getting ready for Tennessee. Um, Focused on today, getting into that film, uh, learn from it, learn how we can coach it better, play it better. Then quickly get your ears, uh, your eyes and ears and everything out towards your next opponent. Uh, we talk about it in there all the time. This is a week-to-week league, and uh, we all know what we sign up for when we get in this business. So I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm comfortable <coughs> with that. Just keep working, put, put your head down, and focus on your work. Bottom line is, yeah, I know I could get fired. It don't do me no good to think about it right now. And I don't care how many years you've been the coach. And this is his first season, right? The Panthers have one victory. You don't think if they finish this season 1-16 that they won't bring somebody else in? I don't know who that somebody else would be. But damn, they would get him the hell up on out of there. Frank Reich would have to sit down and be an offensive coordinator somewhere else. So how the mighty have fallen. And he's not the only coach. This dude, he'd been around a little bit longer as a head coach than Frank Reich. It's Ron Rivera. You want to talk about a beatdown yesterday? Cowboys decided to hand out one to those Panthers 33-10. to 10. How the hell are you, Washington, in letting the New York Giants score 31 points? What? DeVito comes out and is throwing three TDs? What? And then after the game, I don't know if this was a bigger story. I think it was. That stadium, that dump that they play in FedEx Field, they had no cold water. Not even for their own team. Because it's one hot water heater, it didn't work. And so the Washington Commanders and the New York Giants, they, they had no hot water if they wanted to take a shower. In the NFL, these dudes are making millions of dollars and yeah, man, go go take a cold shower. I guess for all the, the time that they have to spend in the cold tub, maybe not that big of a deal, but damn, Washington falls to 4-7. and seven. Ron Rivera, who's had to come in and be the mop-up man uh, for Daniel Snyder starting in, in COVID era, 2020. Now, even with Josh Harris, you would think that, yeah, he, he might get the boot. And this is the unfortunate part. We got to watch Washington play the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Maybe somebody will be operating in a lull. Maybe somebody will be falling asleep. But all things considered, this is not a desirable matchup. 
And so Ron Rivera, with his back also up against the wall, new ownership and everything, Ron Rivera said, man, I ain't making no excuses. We suck. How do you defend where this team is at right now? Again, if I answer a question like that, I'm making an excuse. Okay, it'll get out there. I don't need to deal with it. We're just going to continue to do the best we can. We're going to work our asses off. We're going to show up tomorrow. We'll show up Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and we'll show up Thursday, and we're going to play hard. We'll see what happens. With your experience in the NFL as a player and a coach, where this team and franchise is at right now, do you think there needs to be some sort of change, whether that's personnel or on the coaching staff? I'm not going to discuss those kinds of things right now. What we're going to do is we're going to evaluate everything we do, and we'll continue to do that. Man, it's always crazy when the media is like, man, well, what needs to change? That's almost like code for, man, you about to get fired, man. You're going you gonna to give up something? You're going to change anything? Are you putting a new QB? What's going to happen? What, and, and the coaches, they always, they're handcuffed. What are they going to do? Say, I suck right now? Hey, don't get sick on Thursday, okay? We have Washington taking on Dallas, always the Cowboys playing Thanksgiving. We have Green Bay coming off of that victory against the Chargers. They're going to take on Detroit. And Detroit, man, what a victory they had. We'll talk about that momentarily. And then at night, San Francisco and Seattle, two teams dealing with quite a few injuries. But we'll get into that too. And So, yeah, the Thanksgiving matchup will be interesting. And Ron Rivera, this might be his last Thanksgiving game. Up in Dallas, I have a feeling the Cowboys are going to take care of them. Or maybe, just maybe we get a surprise. And speaking of a surprise, I just told you about Detroit, right? That's what they do. Every Thanksgiving, the Lions will be out there playing, except for this go-round. They're not a joke. They're not an afterthought. They're they're not a sideshow while the food is getting prepped. The Lions have a record of 8-2. Yesterday, the Lions came back and they beat the Bears. 31-26. to The Bears blew a 12-point lead. Jared Goff threw three interceptions. He was being booed by the home crowd. And then even to that degree, Matt Eberflus. I know he was getting booed by every human being in Chicago. People trying to understand his play calling, why he's kicking field goals and not being aggressive and going for touchdowns, and and then they ended up blowing a a 12-point lead. And this is not like this is the first time this has taken place with Matt Eberflus. Eberflus has had quite a few games where people are scratching their heads as to his lack of aggression. Do you not trust Justin Fields? Do you not trust your offense? Do you not trust yourself? You blew a 12-point lead. At the end of the game, Eberflus, he actually answered that question from the vicious media, and this was his response. You know, should I call this? Should I call that? Should I be more aggressive here, um, less aggressive there? You know, it's, it's like when you have the end of the half at the New Orleans game, New Orleans game, right? They went, you know, I think it was three and out or maybe four and out. That was that was good execution by the players. It was a good call by the by the whoever this coordinator was. And that was that would be me. And then if it was at the end of the game for the Carolina game to seal the deal in the game, that there was some good calls and good execution. And that's what it comes down to. Yeah, but but you're the one you're the one executing, man. You're well the players aren't executing and you're the one making the play calls. So when are you gonna make some play calls that actually put them in a position to go out there and win the game? 
Sounds simple, right? I'm sure as a coach, it's not that damn simple, but it sounds like it. Matt Eberflus is going to be the hell up on out of there. And so I know even at this juncture in this stage of the NFL season, we got some folks who are going to be joining Josh McDaniels. Oh, Kadarius Toney just dropped a big old touchdown. It was wide open. A little, I got a little too short. Needs a needs a extendo arms. Was this week one? Yeah, not not week. What Kadarius? Yeah. Was that Tony? No, yeah, that was Marquez I mean, I mean, Valdez Scantling. He lost it for them in game one. Yeah, that was Marquez Valdez Scantling who gotcha. dropped that one. A little bit bigger than uh, Kadarius Tony. Kansas City Chiefs. Let's see what they got to. Uh, Fix this. Eagles are look like they're handling this. Kansas City getting ready to face a, a fourth down. They don't get it together. Eagles still leading 21 to 17. About 90 seconds left in this game. Flag down. Okay. Kansas City trying to stay alive here. This is thank God actually been a a good game. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. John is calling from South Carolina. You're on CBS Sports Radio as the penalty goes against Patrick Mahomes. What's going on, John? I'm uh, feeling sadder and sadder for my Panthers. Uh, yeah, you know, the thing is, they nobody wanted him except the owner from what you know, we know down here. And poor Bryce Young. Uh, the worst part is what we the Panthers have no first-round pick next year because of who they – with the trade and the thing from the beginning, which I never understood the defensive players uh, are still going to keep getting taller and Bryce Young's not. And I don't see how in three to five years when these guys are still coming in taller than they are now, even I just, I just sad to say the Panthers are in real trouble. Frank Wright's going to get the boot because Tepper is a, a joke as an owner, but that's another story. He's still making his money and, you know, whatever. Well, still so. hoping for the Browns, though, the Browns' defense. If they get a quarterback, they can still do 80 90% of what Watson could have done. I am what? still hoping for the Browns. Oh, man. Uh, I know you don't care. <laughs> yeah, you can. It's not. You're right. I, I don't care because I know that the Cleveland Browns, it, it doesn't matter how many games they win and no Watson and no Chubb and no Conklin. Like, they're going to need a quarterback to, like, legitimately win. Like, we can all sit around and ride the uh, – what, what what's that stupid that, that stupid fairy tale, Snow White? It's a small world after all? No. What's the stupid thing where the lady got to get the shoe on her foot? Cinderella. Yeah, we, we can ride the Cinderella story forever, but the Browns ain't worth the damn time, John. Come on, their defense is worth something, and they just somehow get a quarterback. I don't know who's out there at the free agent. I guess nobody, really. Yeah, bro, but, it uh, is, uh, let's see. It's November 20th. I mean, I, I think there are a lot of teams that would take the position of, man, if we can get our hands on a QB, that'd be the case. But, yeah, they, they don't necessarily grow on trees like that, John. Well, good, good. Tom Brady's still floating out there. Oh, okay, John. Nah, <laughs> Take it easy, my man. Thank you for calling from South Carolina. Yeah, Tom Brady, who sat around on, uh, on on the Internet today telling everybody how bad the quality of play is in the NFL. Maybe Tom Brady will decide to walk back in at, I don't know, November 20th and, and decide to get smacked around physically. Tom will tell. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Kansas City Chiefs 
It's like time has, has run out on them. 21-17, the Eagles lead. And it appears that Kansas City has turned the ball over on downs and that the Eagles are going to have a chance to get back out there onto the field and shut this one down officially. Let's see what happens. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We just talked about a bunch of head coaches who are pretty miserable. There's a miserable coach in college, too. And I'd say he's the most famous of the college coaches. You'll hear how miserable he is on the other side of the break. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, JR. It's a pleasure to speak to you. Uh, you know, I just recently discovered your show a few weeks ago and, and just got to tell you that you've got a very uh, easy listening style. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. We got a final out in Kansas City. Wet, rainy, cold. Philadelphia steps into the building, Arrowhead, and they walk away with a victory. The final score, 21-17. to The Philadelphia Eagles improve their record to 9-1. Kansas City, they are shut out completely in the second half of the game. The Kansas City Chiefs, they fall to 7-3. and And yes, this is a Super Bowl rematch, but for tonight at least, there's no trophy, there's no MVP awards, etc., on and on and on. But the Philadelphia Eagles, they continue to show everybody, hey, we are still one of the best teams in the league. Of course they are with a record of 8-1. and one. They have one of the best defenses in the league. Their rushing attack or their rushing defense absolutely stops everybody, and they still have one of the best QBs in the game, not statistically putting up the same numbers as last year. But, man, he just spoke to the media. He just spoke to uh, uh, ESPN. He said, listen, we go out and we win when it counts, and that's Jalen Hurts who finished tonight with two rushing touchdowns to help them win the game, including that favorite tush push that everybody loves so damn much. You think about this game in whole, as we went on throughout the course of it, it looked like Kansas City was going to hold on, but blanked in the second half of the game, and Philadelphia able to score two touchdowns, one in the third, one in the fourth to win it all. And Kansas City had some big missteps here uh, in the game. Early on in the game, Patrick Mahomes throwing a, uh, an interception in the end zone. Late in the game, Travis Kelsey in the red zone. Looks like he's on his way to a touchdown. He has the ball punched out of his arms, fumbles it, misses a score. Late in the game. While the Kansas City Chiefs are already trailing on their final drive, 21-17, Marquez Valdez-Scantling lets a bomb get away from him, gets his, fan, gets his hands, his fingertips on it, can't haul it in into the end zone, and that was Kansas City's best and last chance 
to go out there and win this game. The final score, 21-17. to The Eagles beat Kansas City. Let's go ahead and, and, and listen to some of these, uh, these play calls here that got us into this game. Let's start off from the get-go at the beginning. The first score of the game, courtesy of the Chiefs Radio Network, Patrick Mahomes connecting with Justin Watson on his knees to get the score going, get the, the scoring going. This made it 7 to nothing in the first quarter. Third down and goal to go for the Chiefs at the Eagle 3. 5.45 to go first quarter. Empty backfield for the Chiefs. They're 3 by 2. Ball snapped on the near hash. Mahomes holding it, holding it. Now the protection breaks down. He'll scramble. Throws it late. Wide open back of the end zone. Touchdown. Kansas City. Justin Watson with the catch. And a great throw by Mahomes. Buying time and throwing the pass for a three-yard touchdown. Later on in that first quarter, DeAndre Swift, he's able to tie the game up at 7-all. He was able to punch it in on a four-yard rush. This is courtesy of the Eagles radio network. First and goal at the three. Swift stays in. Hurts. Gives it to Swift. He is racing, racing, racing into the end zone. Touchdown. We move on into the second quarter. We're getting close to the end of the half. And you tell me if you heard this before. Patrick Mahomes connecting with Travis Kelsey, making the score 14-7 to Kansas City. This is from the Chiefs radio network. 7-7 tie. Chiefs have third down and three at the Eagle four with an empty backfield momentarily. Here comes McKinnon in motion. Pass near side. Todd Kelsey. Touchdown! Near side. Touchdown! Kansas City. Travis Kelsey from Patrick Mahomes. And the Chiefs have a Kelsey touchdown, his 74th. And that ties Dallas Cowboy, former Cowboy, Jason Witten for fifth all-time for touchdown catches. By a tight end in NFL history, and Mahomes with two touchdown passes. The 65th time in his first seven years, that ties Dan Marino for the best in National Football League history. Yeah, if you didn't get it, the Kansas City Chiefs, between Kelsey and Mahomes, they're pretty good. That's a summation there. And somehow, someway, Kansas City was able to get the ball back at the end of the second half, or the second quarter, either one, doesn't really matter. And Harrison Butker, he was able to kick a 43-yard field goal as time expired in the first half. And so going into the second half, going into halftime, Kansas City led 17-7. to Now here's the bad news. I told you this part. Kansas City was blanked. Multiple mistakes here in the second half. They scored no points. But Jalen Hurts? He scored all the points in the third, all the points in the fourth. I want you to listen to Jalen Hurts getting a little bit of help from his friends. But this time, a 10-yard touchdown run to make the score 17-14. to Hurts calling for the football late in the third quarter. Chiefs lead by 10. Hurts takes the snap as a quarterback keeper. He runs up the middle. He scores. He scores. Let's take a listen to one more. This time, putting the Eagles up 21-17. to This is another call from the Eagles radio network. They push. They shove. 
Now, there's a penalty flag thrown, and we'll see about that. Now, they're in, I believe. They are in for a touchdown. And who's the penalty against? You know what's coming, and you just can't stop it. They were in. And Kansas City's lined up off sides. Touchdown! That penalty's declined. Result of play is a touchdown. And that was all the scoring that we got. The Kansas City Chiefs proceeded to drop just about every pass that you could throw your way, especially that huge one to Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and they just showed him on the way into the locker room. Uh, Not a happy camper. I mean, he literally dove for the ball, had it in his hands, couldn't hold on. And, yeah, we get it. It's cold. It's raining. He had to stretch out to pull it in. He didn't get the job done, but it was a it was a catchable pass. And he didn't get it. And they lose. And so the Philadelphia Eagles, they improved their record to nine and one. Kansas City, they fall to seven and three. And they will certainly think about the mistakes that they had on the field tonight from the the drops, the turnovers, the interceptions, the the fumbles. They missed some big opportunities tonight. And when you play or you got two great teams, the margin of victory sometimes is just razor thin. And so the Kansas City Chiefs, hey, maybe every now and then you need that reminder that anybody can get got. And tonight it was Philadelphia. They blank out the Kansas City Chiefs here in the second half. They come back to win the final score 21-17. to It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. When we come back on the other side of the break, we're actually going to listen to that drop by Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Not a happy dude on the way to the locker room. We'll listen to that call. I'll get to your calls as well. I know we're going to have a lot of the players and the coaches who will be speaking to the media Uh, We'll share that content and that audio with you as well as we continue on with the night. We have so much more to get into as well. I mentioned to you another miserable coach on the college ranks. We'll get there. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. First of all, I just want to say I've been listening to your show for the last few months and I really enjoyed listening to you speak. So thanks for taking my call. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. I mean, there's uh, quite a few jokes online following uh, tonight's Eagles victory over the Kansas City Chiefs. 21 to 17, the Eagles come back to beat the Chiefs. Eagles improve their record to 9 and 1. Kansas City, they fall to 7 and 3. They had a 17 to 7 halftime lead. 17 to 7, the Chiefs led. They were completely blanked out in the second half. Uh, the Eagles coming up with the big plays. The Chiefs, unfortunately, dropping passes. Three of these drop passes came through on their final drive where they were trying to win the game. Pretty bad. The biggest one of them all happened to be Marquez Valdez-Scantling. With the Kansas City Chiefs still having an opportunity to to set up and, and score a touchdown to win the game, 
He dropped it right there at the end zone, right in front of the end zone. It was one of these diving, leaping, had to reach out for it passes, but it was something that he could have hauled in, and he knew it. He was upset following the drop. He was despondent. He was pretty much the last chief to make his way into the locker room, and because we have cameras everywhere, he was swinging that helmet around into the wall on his way into the back. Let's take a listen to that final call, or at least that drop. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, late in the fourth quarter. This is from the Chiefs radio network. Snap to Mahomes, retreating. He's unloading it long. He's got Valdez-Scantling, and he cannot hang on to the ball. He drops the ball in the end zone. A deep post pattern. The Chiefs had it. They had the defender beat. And Valdez-Scantling... On a deep post, had the deep safety beat, and Valdez-Scantling drops the ball at the one-yard line. Yeah, you, you heard that, that shriek, that collective shriek from all the fans in Arrowhead, and they, they had a few of those. Uh, Justin Watson also missed a, a big one late in the game. He scored a touchdown early. He scored the opening uh, touchdown. Uh, but the, the Kansas City Chiefs, they, they will be seeing drops in their sleep and can anybody really be surprised maybe so the Kansas City Chiefs they lead the NFL in drops total with 26 26 drop passes this year for the Kansas City Chiefs and tonight tonight they had five of them three of them came on the final drive pretty ugly all things considered so the Chiefs are shut out here in the second half. And Mahomes, he had that interception early in the game, in the second, in his own end zone. We had Kelsey with the fumble. Uh, we had five drops tonight. This sounds crazy. Five drops tonight by the Kansas City Chiefs, and they lose. The next time we see the Kansas City Chiefs, it will be on Thursday. Or excuse me, they'll be on Sunday against the Raiders, one of their favorite punching bags. And meanwhile, these 9-1 and Philadelphia Eagles, they're going to move on, and this won't be an easy game, not by any stretch of the imagination. They got the Buffalo Bills. And I know the Buffalo Bills were able to bounce back and beat the Jets 32-6. to I don't think they'll have the same amount of success against the Eagles. So both of these teams having a little bit of a short week playing on Monday Night Football, having a chance to get home, go through the holiday, and then back in action on Sunday. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. On the night, Patrick Mahomes finished with 177 yards passing, two touchdowns to go along with that interception in his own end zone. Isaiah Pacheco, 89 yards on the ground. Justin Watson leading the way with 53 yards receiving. Unfortunately, scoring that that opening touchdown, but also that big drop late at the end of the game. And Jalen Hurts, only 150 yards passing, but he did have two rushing touchdowns, uh, one that 10-yard rush, that other one, that brotherly shove. Those were your only scores in the third and fourth quarter, your only scores, period, in the second half of the game. Devontae Smith also setting that brotherly shove up Uh, on the receiving end of a 41-yard bomb from Jalen Hurts. Andy Reid, he just spoke to the media, and with the drops, the fumbles, 
the interceptions. Andy Reid just spoke to the media and said, yeah, we shot ourselves in the foot. Yeah, you know, Adam, I think we're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot. Um, I've got to do a better job helping out with that. And then, you know, my guys have got to do the same thing. So we've all got to uh, pick it up a notch there in the second half. We're, we're just not as sharp there. Um, you know, we'll work on that. Yeah, Chiefs will be fine, right? Yeah, they'll be fine. Until we reach that big moment, right? I mean, this is a Monday night football game. Week 10, week 11 in the NFL. Who's going to be shocked if the Chiefs go back to the Super Bowl? The answer is nobody. Who's going to be shocked if they go back to an AFC championship game? The answer is nobody. You shouldn't be shocked, too, if one of these, I don't want to call them no-name receivers, but any of these receivers not named Tyreek Hill drops a pass. You going to be surprised then? The answer is no. Like the name of the game right now for the Chiefs, even though their offense still pretty much hovers at around uh, top 10 in the league, even without Tyreek Hill, is there going to come a point in time in the biggest of moments when they miss him? Where you miss having that dynamic touchdown home run threat out there, whose nickname is, is the Cheetah. The Chiefs will be okay. But would Tyreek Hill would have dropped one of them passes? Yeah, anybody can drop a pass, but I mean, damn. The strategy for the Chiefs right now is to just spread the rock out with one of the best QBs that the NFL has ever seen. But what happens when you need a big play from a big receiver and Travis Kelsey isn't the only dude out there who you can count on to haul in a pass? Patrick Mahomes speaking to the media right now. Pretty miserable as you can expect. He just spoke and he just said, yeah, we we ain't get the job done in the second. Listen to what Patrick Mahomes had to say. Simple is we just got to be better in the second half. I mean, all season long, we haven't played great football in the second half. So um, we have to continue to work. Um, Obviously, had a pretty good first half running the football. um, But uh, we got to find a way to finish games offensively. Something consistent with the second halves and I mean, not necessarily. I mean, today it was uh, penalties and just miscues. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've got to find ways to score at the end of the day. Defense is playing playing great football, has been all year. Uh, offense, we got to find ways to finish football games. Yeah, but pr- pretty sad. Kansas City, and we, we know the suspects in the AFC, the best teams. We got Kansas City. We have Baltimore. Uh, we have Miami. I don't know if I want to still put Buffalo in there, but it wouldn't surprise me if they were still hanging around. We have the Dolphins. I mean, we just had a caller last hour. He's just like, hey, JR, what what you think about the Browns? I'm like, bro, spare me. I don't care what the Browns are doing. I don't care what quarterback they're doing it with. The Browns, all things considered, yeah, they, they might get into the playoffs, but there's, there's not a not a Cinderella shoe or magic carpet it's not a Walt Disney film big enough for him. Five drops tonight by Kansas City. Three on the final drive. They're shut out in the second half. They blow a 17-7 lead, and the Eagles win 21-17. It only took two 
Jalen Hurts touchdown runs to give him the victory. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Ken, he's calling from Las Vegas, Nevada. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Ken. Hi. I got a comment, and this is going to be a very good comment, so please hear me out. Okay. Kansas City Chiefs down by four on their own 48, minute 50 left, second and 10. They have one timeout. The whole idea, unless you've got half a brain, is to score or not give Philly any time to score. Okay? Today, I think I had three timeouts. If you threw the ball in the end zone, sure, would have been great, but with capital letters, Philly would have gone down and had time to score. That's not the objective. They needed a first down. Third and fourth down couldn't get it done. That's a bad, 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 bad call. Things like that cost you games. First time I left, I saw Andy Reid panic. Okay? They had time. A minute 50, one timeout on the 50-yard line. That's time. You don't want to give Philly any time to score. If they scored, Philly would have had the ball with like a minute and a half, three timeouts. I mean, that's ridiculous. The announcers didn't say it. I'm the only one saying it, but I'm right. Well, it's congratulations, Ken, I- for being right. Look, man, this is, this is football. This is the NFL. I mean, we could all live in a woulda, coulda, shoulda world in according to what Ken has to say. I'm going to give Andy Reid the benefit of the doubt to actually trust in his defense and actually, I don't know, trust in his offense, which has won him a championship. I mean, who, who – oh, well, the, get the first down. Don't go for the touchdown. You want to go ahead, get the first down and keep on marching down the field and eat at the clock and don't give Philadelphia a chance to score. Man, it's football. How the hell are you going to sit here and tell me that you're right? How do you know? We saw the end result of the game, and so what happens if they scored the touchdown and, and, and Kansas City won the game, then what? You're going to sit here and call me up and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, JR, what I thought they should have done, they didn't do, and I was wrong. Like, spare me, man. Come on. They got a defense. They have one of the best defenses in the NFL. They won a championship. I'm supposed to believe and listen to you over, oh, man, Andy Reid decided to, to go for a score? Andy Reid decided to try to score too early, thus giving Philadelphia, that would have given them a chance to win even though they didn't need it. Like, stop it. If you're so damn good, and you're the, if Troy Aikman didn't think of it, right, then, man, you need to go either A, play in the NFL, or you need to supplant Andy Reid as head coach of the Chiefs. Let me know when you have as many coaching victories as him. You got some catching up to do. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS is the number. That's 855-212-4CBS. We'll talk more about this game as we continue on. We've also had some interesting quotes tonight. LSU continues to be in the news. We hear about Deion Sanders being miserable. Patrick Mahomes miserable. Don't move here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.